Hey, it's the Home Medic. You're listening to the series on addicts. Welcome to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your family out of the hospital. I'm Garth Haslam, the Home Medic. The guest today is Heidi Hansine. Good morning, Garth. It's so good to be here with you. It is a beautiful day in here. It's beautiful. Can't wait to learn from you. I can't tell you how many times I see grief happen from water getting into the attic and the living space. Right. Now, we have talked about water and or urine getting in from critters in the attic, but that's a different segment. We've, we've got the, the flus that we really need to put on your radar. So The flus? Flus. Now, there are a number of different kinds of flus in a house on the roof. You've got the furnace flu. You've got plumbing vents. The furnace is a vent, of course, of its own. Then you've got any number of, uh, of attic vents and, and other sorts of vents. Hmm. Every one of them needs to be protected from water getting down into the living space. So they're not like naturally built to keep the water from getting in? Naturally, <laughs> no. I mean designed, you know, with yeah. a cover or something there, to shield from the There are storms. reasons why guys like me have a job as a <laughs> home inspector. And if it's done right, yes, it's going to be functional until the shingles go bad. Okay. But if it's not done well, and that's pretty much every other house that I look at, wow. then you got problems. So is it the seal, the seal around it? Or yeah, if you can have water going down the flues, for example. Let's say that, uh, and the term here to know is flashing. Basically, flashing is a specialized word that's basically a piece of sheet metal okay. that goes around the pipe. could be sewer, it could be whatever. But it's going to be a piece of flashing that captures water and keeps that water where you want it to be. So does that just kind of lie on top of the roof panels or the roof it shingles? Does. Okay. And what I tell I people is that you want to have your flashing and the shingles be like a deck of cards that's been pushed over. Ah. And the idea is that you want to keep water on the surface of the roof. So what I often see, for example, on plumbing vents is that you will have maybe a shingle and on top of that is a piece of flashing and so you see the entire piece of flashing and then on the bottom side down below you, the the flashing also goes over the top of the shingle okay and so as a result what happens with the flashing being on top of the shingle the water running down the roof is going to go under the flashing rather than on top. I'm still confused just a little bit, and I'm just because I'm guessing that our listeners might be a little bit too in visualizing how that is, is fitting. Because to me, I'm seeing the flashing on top of the shingle. It seems like the water would roll from the flashing onto the roof and then roll down. Why is that not going to Maybe I can address that question by saying how, how it can be done right. Let's imagine that you are a droplet of water and you're running down the, the roof. Okay. You're on the asphalt shingle. Okay. And then you want to roll onto the top of the flashing. Okay. And then you're going to roll down the top of the flashing and then you're going to roll again onto the top of the asphalt shingle. Okay. And that's good. Right. That's the way you want it to be. By contrast, if you have the flashing, the uphill side of the flashing, above the shingle, you're going to be that uh, little drop of water. You're going to be running down the asphalt shingle, and 
if the flashing is on top of the asphalt. Okay, it's making kind of sense now. It's almost like sliding under the slide kind of thing. Right. You're going under, and then you're going to be underneath the shingles for the rest of the journey down. Ah. And that's the way you can find your way in. Sometimes I will find, again, for plumbing vents, I will find where they don't have any sort of flashing at all, and you just have a hole there, maybe a a three-inch diameter hole around a two-inch diameter plumbing vent. Wow. And water can run straight in. So we have some people doing some poor installations out there. (laughs) Happens on just about every house. Wow. And I don't want to have you think that just because your house is brand new that it was done correctly. Uh, There was a home I did up in a resort community here where we live, and uh, that home had to have been about a $1.5 million house. Right. Pretty nice home, probably six, 7,000 square feet. And they totally forgot to put the flashing around those plumbing vents. So at that particular house, you could you had this big six-inch diameter hole around a two-inch diameter vent. Oh, such and, bad news. And there where they have so much snow, all that snow you could see was going to run right down into the attic, and you could actually see a good deal of attic insulation directly from the roof. Maybe that was job security. They were hoping to get called back for an expensive <laughs> service call next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe know. they had a brother-in-law that was into mold remediation <laughs> yeah. because that's what was going to happen. And in an area like that where they have so much snow, you can't get onto the roof. Well, I guess anywhere. You can't get onto the roof if there's snow. So it would be just a big mold problem. Well, and the same is going to happen anywhere else. So... I want to have you be very much aware of, of the flashing around your flues. Also, if you've got a swamp cooler, the same sort of thing is going to apply. Anybody who's had any experience with swamp coolers is going to know that you can have uh, water running down the swamp cooler flue. Right. Those are a very big challenge. <laughs> you've been there and done <laughs> that, haven't you? Personal experience, yes. Then you get, of course other water issues associated with the swamp coolers. You get the roof aging, and we've talked about those in another segment. Once in a while, you get a little tropical storm. When the weather's really bad, you feel the water kind of misting down through there, too. Speaking of which, (laughs) if you happen to poke your head up into the attic, and especially if you've got an older home, quite often, rather than the 4x8 plywood sheets, you'll have the uh, 1 inch by 8 inch slabs. And if your roof is aging, you can actually, if you go up there during the daytime, you can actually see what looks like a million different stars up there. Because you get all these little shafts of light that allow water down into the attic in the living space. If you can see daylight coming through your roof from the attic. How old does your home have to be to be concerned about that? I'm going to say 1940s or earlier. that's not, yeah, that's... Yeah, there's there's plenty of us that that have homes that are that age. Water entry is going to happen in any home. The question is not if, but when. So the $10 fix is, of course, what you're going to be wanting to do tonight. And that is basically, if you can get up on the roof safely, go take a look and see how water could potentially be getting into your house. In addition... Go take a look at your attic, and if you've got the daylight there, or if you can see water draining down from the swamp cooler if you have one, or flues, that sort of thing, 
then we need to do the $10 fix before it becomes the big one. Wow, great to know. That's one thing we don't want to deal with is that water coming in through the house and causing us major trouble. Okay, that'll wrap it up for this particular segment. You are now master of your mansion, even if your mansion is just a teepee in the uh, forest. If you need more information, you can always go to my website, homemedicusa.com. That's homemedicusa.com. If you need a pro, if you need somebody who I would recommend and be proud to recommend to you, please give me a try. If you need just anybody, try Google. And finally, be you. Everybody else, yeah, they're taken. Yeah.